All right. Well, praise the Lord, everybody, and welcome to another podcast of Reimaged. I'm your host, Stephen Steele, and as always, on the third Saturday, I'm joined by the best half of me, uh, my wife, Monisha. Hello. I hope that everybody is having a blessed Saturday. Uh, I don't know where you may be at, what you may find yourself doing. I don't know if you're chilling. If you're out on your back porch or if you're driving, if you're on your way to somebody else's house wearing a mask (laughs) or uh, you, you know, going to a party, you're getting ready to go to the mall, go shopping. It don't really matter where you find yourself at. We want to encourage you today to let you know trouble won't last always, that God is good and that he is ever working on your behalf. You know, you can smile, you can uh, have joy, you can experience joy in the Holy Ghost. The Bible says that that is all the things of the kingdom. Amen. Glory to God. So it isn't about happiness. It's about the technology that God has given us that's released on the inside of us by the Holy Ghost. So I believe that's why you wrote that song, isn't it? Yes, it is. So we so we thank God today. <laughs> so uh we you know we hope that this um that this has been blessing you all if, uh, if you didn't know you can catch the uh new uh, uh episodes of the podcast up on spotify up on um uh apple itunes um and also on google Podcasts and anchor fm uh should you need any other information as far as uh, me and uh, the prophet over here is concerned. Uh, you can catch our bios, our uh, website, uh, and information more about us. Uh, so, uh, you know, with that, we just thank God for an opportunity to be able to use uh, technology to its fullest, uh, to be able to bring the word of God uh, to you all and to just be able to magnify the Lord. So we just thank God today uh, for an opportunity to, to be with you, to share to share the word of God, uh, for God's uh, name to be lifted up and to be exalted. Uh, so with that, we're not going to belabor. We're going to pray. And then we're going to join in to get into the discussion of the word of God, because that is what we do. Amen. Hey, what's going on, Rodney? God bless you. Hey. Thank you for tuning in. We love you so much. Hey, I meant to tell you too, Rodney. Tell your beautiful wife that we said hello. Hello. Uh, the, the better half that's been putting up with you for a couple of years because <laughs> we know you are a troublemaker. We love him so much. God bless you. A uh, uh, good uh, officer there in the uh, city of Broken Arrow, Oklahoma. Yes. Uh, we are always praying for him and uh, praying for uh, those that are of the household of faith. Amen. Amen. Father, today in the name of Jesus, Lord, we do thank you and we praise you today, God. We give you all the glory, the honor, and the praise. God, we pray today for these next few minutes that, God, that you would just be magnified, that you would be lifted up, that, God, that you would be exalted, that, God, as me and Mona share the word of God as we discuss your word, we pray today that somebody is built up, oh, God, that somebody is strengthened today in the name of Jesus. And, God, we thank you for this uh, avenue, Lord, and we thank you that there's no distance in the spirit holy spirit touch somebody that they minister to their heart cause their ears to become open cause the scales to fall off of their eyes father we pray today in the matchless name of jesus so we yield ourselves today god and father we thank you for healthy discussion today god as we wrestle over your word lord and we as you give us insight god let your people be blessed we pray today in the name of jesus amen 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 uh so mona 
you know, we have been, you know, from your Facebook Live, by the way, if you haven't checked her out, check out her Facebook Live under Monisha, uh, M-O-N-I-S-H-A Steele. Now, her name is Indian, y'all. Why her mama chose to give her an Indian name, we don't even want to get into that. I Googled her name the other day. I think we was on her Facebook, and I said, holy moly, it was so many Monishas. I used to think her name was unique. I used to feel like when I used to tell people, my, my, my wife's name is Monisha. And they were like, oh, that's a pretty name. I was like, yeah, it's unique. It's kind of exotic. Man, ain't nothing exotic about that name. There's so many dang on people that's got that name. It ain't even funny. So, uh, so you know, that's that's all good. But, yeah, check her out. What have you been covering there over on your Facebook, if you uh, give us some insight? Sure, yeah. I've been talking about, I've been doing a series on revival. And we have been doing the, basically, we're in a season of the prefix re. And God is re storing reviving renewing now we just finished up the renewal series so um we're continuing on with the revival series every friday i try to do it between three and four um usually a little bit after four maybe but just come on over and check me out every friday between three and four p.m amen so glory to god and you know we have on uh the reimaged uh podcast uh, we've been covering and talking about um, the voice of significance and, and the voice of the believer. Now, uh, the way God gave it to us. Now, we know, of course, that that first Corinthians chapter 14 that we have been covering. Uh, Paul is actually talking about order, though, and as far as the church being blessed and understanding if someone interprets tongues mm-hmm. uh, and he uses the analogy you know, talking about, well, if some, if a barbarian come in here and nobody can understand them, it doesn't edify the church. So it, it only edifies a voice is only significant when somebody can understand what it is you saying. Right. That I mean, that's really what it f- boils down to. Only when someone can uh, understand when you're speaking with clarity that somebody can actually understand you. So, you know, in that we want to make sure that, you know, what we're saying uh, is is a blessing to somebody. But, you know, in order uh, for somebody to really understand what you're saying, you got to have clear cut directions. That's right. You got to have clear cut d- instructions from the the head from the top. So uh, as we've been segueing now, as we we're moving uh, past the voice of significance and understanding where the source of this comes from, we we went in and start talking about John chapter number 10 about the good shepherd. And I think, Mona, uh, you know, uh, you can miss me with a lot of stuff people talk about. If you ain't saying what Jesus said at the end of the day. It really don't matter if, if what we if what's being said to us isn't being inspired by him, by the Holy Ghost, because then he said the Holy Spirit would remind us right. of all the things that Jesus has said. And Paul himself said that uh, when he when he got the communion, what he say? He said, as I received this from the Lord. Yes. So he was saying the same thing the original disciples got. Jesus came and taught me as well. So what is it that we have to understand is that Jesus ought to be the loudest voice in our life. His voice ought to be, let that sink in for a moment. His ought to be the loudest voice 
in our life. Uh, we gonna pick up reading here in John chapter number ten and uh, verses uh, nine through eleven. And we and I just I'm reading this because I don't and I don't placate. I like pre- I don't want to just sit up and do a lot of talking. And then you don't give me no scripture. You know, it'd be a lot of people now. That's all they like to do is <laughs> recite other people's stuff or tell jokes right. and tell a bunch <laughs> of stories. But they don't never give you no scripture. Scripture is what holds us. That's right. You know, scripture is what it, it's what holds us. And it's what and it is what keeps us. So John chapter 10 here. And look at this. I actually got a physical Bible. Y'all. <laughs> I mean, I'm reading out of a physical Bible. Yeah, it don't matter. <laughs> you know what? I love my Schofield. I love my Schofield. Now, I may not have a fancy dancy uh, <laughs> applications and stuff like that, but the word of God is what keeps me. That's right. Amen. Amen. Glory Amen. to God. And Amen. I study the word. So look at this. He said here, uh, let's pick up in, in John chapter nine. And when you get a chance, read the whole cha- chapter. OK, scholars don't stone me. OK, we picking up a thought. So I ain't got, I'm not, you know, text. We understand text and stuff like that. But listen to this. He says here, I am the door. Jesus is saying that now in the book of John, you're going to find more I am statements than in any other of the synoptic gospels. And actually his isn't considered part of the synoptic gospels because John is doing his own thing in the spirit. (laughs) So, uh, so here, listen to this. So uh, uh, he says here, John chapter uh, 10 verse 9 I am the door by me if any man enter it he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture and then he says the thief cometh not but for to steal to kill and to destroy in that order I am come that they may have life and have it more abundantly I am the good shepherd the good shepherd giveth his life for the sheep so um you know, we have been we have been talking now. Look, uh, I think and I'm going to try not to let the prophet go too hog wild here. But if you come in here to think we are, we about to talk a lot about Corona, <laughs> uh, Rona. yeah, the Rona, <laughs> uh, BLM and all that other stuff, man, we we are her. we are in this world, but we're not of this world. Amen. The Bible says that we are, uh, he said, Jesus told Nicodemus, you must be born again. Must be born again. And if you could speak into your mic for me a little bit, you're a little low there. <laughs> uh, so he said there, he said that we, we must be born again, right? Correct. So we are born from above. We're born from above. So we're not of this world. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're in it. We function in it. Okay, the extraneous things that go on really don't really have any effect on us Mm -hmm. it does in some degree but we have to understand and i think you know like i said go back and listen to to prophet mona's uh facebook live you'll really begin to understand these things don't really have nothing to do with the believer they just don't because god has given us a different type of authority of how we rule and how we reign that's her stuff I'll let her, you can go and segue and listen into that, but stay here right now, okay? <laughs> and then you go listen to her stuff. Yeah, glory to God. So, <laughs> so, so, but Jesus here, so he's, he's letting them know about how he is as a, as a shepherd. And he talks here when he picks up here in the first in the first part and he gives these verily, verily statements. And you know what? I used to love Bishop Bill McKinney, Bishop. Uh, used to tell us he said whenever you saw 
you know, barely, barely, it was like he's telling you that what I'm telling you is the truth. What, right. what I'm getting ready to explain to you is, is the truth, okay? So and if when I'm telling you, you need to listen up. So listen up to what I'm getting ready to say. And so he's telling them, he's saying that, you know what? He's the protector. He's yes. the one that protects the sheep, okay? Uh, we both know from cultural, you know, things about, uh, about Israel people, they were herdsmen. They were herdsmen. So him giving this illustration, it should have been something very relatable, right. right? That they should have right. been able to relate to as as herdsmen. Right. So he's giving that, but they were sitting there looking at him like, oh, okay, what is he what is he talking about? And then finally he just had to say, Look, I'm that door. Okay? <laughs> like like David. Didn't David understand that because he was he was a shepherd's boy. Yes. You know, he was he was a shepherd's boy. So sh uh, as a shepherd boy, he understood that this me looking after the sheep, it's on me. Mm -hmm. So Jesus is saying, look, I understand my role. It is it is to look after the flock. OK. And he says, so nothing is going to sneak up on us. OK. Right. So we going we going to try to slow this down here because I already feel it on me. But <laughs> Jesus said here, he said, now, look at this. I want you to understand where we're picking this up at. Even it doesn't Jesus, you know what, what, I, what I love about Jesus, Mona, Jesus don't be, he don't, he don't really be putting up with a lot of the other stuff that's going on. Mm -hmm. He don't address, we don't see him addressing what's going on in the day. We don't see him addressing the Roman occupation and all of this other stuff. He's dealing with the people who will give ear to what it is he is saying. You know, Jesus, he understood why he was here. And, you know, this week, the Lord has been speaking to me. This scripture in my spirit all week, Jesus was manifested. Come on up in to here. To destroy the yes. works of the devil. He was not manifested or made known to destroy the works of politics. He was not manifested or made known uh, to, to try to destroy philosophical um dogma and ideas and things of that nature he was manifested for one specific purpose and that was to destroy the works of, of the, the devil. devil so jesus understood why he was here that that word i in the strong's concordance means ego yep and it doesn't mean like what we look at as ego um you know a person being arrogant or egotistical, it's a knowing, it's an embodying of something and understanding your position and your purpose and being confident in that. And so when Jesus said, I am, number one, it was also a reflection of when Satan was in heaven and he kept saying, you know, I will be like, I, 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 I will, I will. But guess what? Satan wasn't. He wasn't. He That's was right. full of pride. But the problem was that God did not design him to embody what he was trying to be like. Exactly. Okay. But when Jesus came on the scene, he said, I what? Am. I am. I am. Not because, you know, I'm beautiful or because I'm light skinned or because I'm dark skinned <laughs> or because I'm, you know, I don't know, Mary's son or because I'm the carpenter's son. But it's because this is who God manifested me to be. That's right. To what I am here. And when he said I am, purpose was coming behind it. Hallelujah. Okay, so he wasn't saying 
I am just to be saying something to boost his ego. He all he didn't need his ego boost boosted because he already knew who he was. Yes, that's he wasn't right. looking for affirmation. He was getting ready to affirm who God had already established him to be. And in the scripture, he said, what? I am what? The, the door. door. That's okay? right. And the reason why he said this is number one, because during this time, Israel had been shuffled from one kingdom to another that's kingdom. That's right. That's right. They had been taken in and out of captivity, and they lost some of their traditions. They were kind of scattered, you know, religious-wise. They were, they were just filled with a lot of doctrine and dogma. They had an essence of godliness. They had a, a form or an image or a structure or institution of godliness, but there was no power. And so Jesus was letting them know, listen, make no mistake. I know it's a lot of voices out here. I know it's a lot of <laughs> things that you have um, have gotten a lot of debris that has gotten attached to you because you've been shuffled from one kingdom to the other. But listen, I'm telling you today, I am what? I'm the door. door. I am, and that word door in the Strong's means access. That's right. Entrance. It's like a password, and I'll let my husband, because he works on computers, but it's like a password. You know, when a, a hacker's worst nightmare is not being able to get in to a site, right? That's right. Because what he thought was working ain't working. And we have a lot of hackers out here that's oh, trying wow. to get into that's good. the kingdom of God, the presence of God, but they don't have a password. That's the right. The password... Or the access is who? Jesus. Jesus. Make no mistake about That's it. That's right. Don't yeah, don't get don't get it twisted. You know, people people right now are so uh bent on, you know, making their own salvation. That's or, right. you know, we hear this thing now of uh, you know, that ain't my truth. <laughs> you know, people people are big now about making stuff truth, about what's their truth. That's right. But Jesus is the, the truth. truth. Amen. Amen. The Bible says in Revelation that it's tatted on his thigh that it says faithful and true. Yes. You know why? Because it's in his essence. It's part of who he is. And I like that's what she that's why I like what you were saying, Mona. It ain't got nothing to do with ego. And you know, uh, I, I believe so. You know, if you the gospel of John is off the hook, y'all. <laughs> and, if, you know, I was saying in one of the other, uh, you know, podcasts, uh, you know, that Jesus, that when you look at the gospel, Jesus is the wheel and the wheel that Ezekiel saw. He is the creatures that G, that that he saw. It was the gospels when he saw the lion, the head of the of the of the ox. I'm sorry, the head of the lion, the head of the ox the face of a man, and then the ego. Mm -hmm. Those was a representation of the Gospels. Yes. The Lion of Judah, that's Matthew, the ox, the suffering Messiah, the hard worker. When you look in, in the book of Mark, Jesus is on the move. It's more, yeah. it's more immediately and suddenly words that are used in the Gospel of Mark than in any other scripture. Right. It's because it's depicting a Savior that's on the move. Amen. But he also has said that the Son of Man must suffer many things. Right. Then you go over into Luke and then you see Luke 
talk about the, the physician, the man. He deals more with the humanity side of Jesus. And then when you get over into John, John uses the I am statements, which is the spirit that he's showing forth that he is the anointed, that he yes. is the son of God, that he is the only way to the father. Yes. So, you know, he he's establishing this. And it what really made them mad. You remember what it, when they told when he told them he was like, well, before Abraham was, I am. <laughs> you talk about them having a fit. Because you know why? The Jewish people understood much more than when we just, you know, we just sit down and we read stuff. We just read it. Mm. And but we don't really we we don't get what it is God is really saying. And Jesus for him when he was saying that I am the Son of God, they understood that's why it was only at that point that they picked up stones because he was saying, I am a genetic replica. Yes. of the father Hallelujah. okay so he was saying i'm a genetic replica down to the very cell and dna so that's why he told them to see me is to see the father yes. okay so for him now to to transition and say that i'm i am the door he said i'm the source yes. you you are not you are not going to find prosperity you're not going to find peace you're not going to find joy. You're not going to find your husband, your wife, whatever it is you think. <laughs> Jesus said, it's only through me. He said, are you what? Able to go in and, and out, out and to find pasture. Pasture denotes that that's growth. That's sustainability. That's right. that's All right. of the things that we need to grow, it's only in him. Hallelujah. It's only found in him. Hallelujah. And so he, when he's making this statement, we got to understand that this is the stuff Jesus is trying to drive home for us. That in and apart from him, we ain't got it, y'all. Mm. We can't do it. We can't. We can't. You Now, look. I, I'm not going to sit here and argue and debate with people moaning about people being successful and all of that. That means nothing. Mm -hmm. God's success is what matters. That's right. Because what he said, it doesn't mean nothing for a man to what? To gain the whole world. And to lose his soul. soul. So all of this earthly stuff we strive for, that stuff don't mean nothing That's in right. the end That's if right. you can't go through the door. So many people are trying to find their own, sp oh God, their own spirituality and, and trying to be spiritual. Well, you can't do it without Jesus. That's right. You can, yeah, you can be spiritual, but you're going to be full of the devil That's because right. Jesus, like he told him in that same context, when he says that, that before Abraham, I, what I uh, was, I am, he was saying, you are of your father, the devil, because he was denoting and letting them know if you try to do it any other way, you can't do it without me. That's right. You, any, any other way or any other person trying to do it any other way, the Jesus called them a thief. They are a thief. Okay, and it he goes on to say, I don't know, did you read that verse yet? No. The thief, what the thief is coming no. to do. But anyway. Yeah, it, I did it, read that in the original. Yeah, uh, it uh, says. The, the text, go ahead. The thief comes not but for to what? Steal. Steal. Kill. Kill. And, and to de destroy. destroy. You know, it's so, when, when turmoil is going on in the world and there's upheaval and there's a lot of just, you know, political upheaval and all different types of things. Listen, you guys, everything that's going on now, it didn't went on before, okay? It may have not been the same context, but it's been the the same type of upheaval. That's right. Um, it has happened throughout history. If you read and do research, you'll see that, you know, we've had upheaval, political upheavals 
at the change of each century. That's right. We've had it. We, so this is this here is not new. The Bible says that there's nothing new under the sun. Now it may be new to us because we weren't here when it happened. But it's it's not new. It's been here. And so when you have upheavals and you have different things, sometimes the pressure from the circumstances can bring confusion. That's right. But Jesus is letting us know in the scripture, listen, don't be confused. I am. It doesn't matter who come out and say what. doesn't matter what's happening. doesn't matter what's going on. I am the door. Door. That's right. Period. That's right. It doesn't matter. People will try to come. You know, when when you have upheavals and different types of circumstances happening, people are looking for a savior. They're looking for peace. They're looking for somebody to look up to. That's right. Every time there's been some type of um, protest or political issue or racial issue, somebody raised up and people looked up to them because people have to have somebody to look up to. That's right. And, um, of course, now, you know, you have different people rising up, but I haven't really found anybody that <laughs> I think is worth really looking up to, honestly. But um, um, I said that to say, in the midst of that, Jesus wanted them to know, listen, I know a lot of people are saying things, they're talking. I know you guys have been shuffled around in captivity, and you've kind of lost the essence of God. You've lost your essence of your belief and your faith, your belief system, but I'm here to restore it. I'm here to let you know that I am the door. You're looking, you're looking. Like my husband said, you're searching. You're looking for a way in. You're looking for a way to get peace. You can't get peace with money. You can't get peace with clothes. That's right. You can't get peace by, you know, cutting, pasting, and and, uh, taking ribs out of your side and trying to get this, this uh, body that everybody else has from conformity, that's not the peace. The peace starts with Jesus. He is the door. And it doesn't matter who comes and says, you know, if you do it this way, you can get to God. That's right. Or, or you have, like, all these motivational speakers out here teaching on self-power and, you know, all of this foolishness, okay? Listen, don't be fooled. Don't be, Okay. Yeah. Jesus is the door. That's right. He is the access and the entrance to the Father and to the kingdom. If you don't have Jesus, guess what? Access is denied. That's right. That is a hacker's worst nightmare, access denied, because they're trying to get in so they can get some information, so they, they can increase themselves. What? Ain't that what you yeah, said? Yeah, that's right. So that they can get more information. So they don't want to see access denied. They no. want to get in and do some, you know, they want to destroy and do some, you know, yeah, damage. They, well, yeah, now what they're about is they, they want to hold you for ransom. Mm. You know, they want, they want a monetary payment to, re- to release the things that's already yours. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's good. Yeah, they want, they want to hold captive the thing that's already yours. And, you know, you reading that, that's, see, so first he said, so when we back up, let's back up here. How do we get here? Because Jesus said that, number one, my sheep, what? They know, know my, my voice. voice. So, you know, we had the title of this, this podcast today. We're talking about the supernatural led life. The supernatural led life. How are you being led? You, we, we, you know, people, it's like, Mona, it's like when we, you know, you talk to some believers, they ain't saying all of them, 
But some of them, for the most part, they don't understand that they ha- that their life is supernatural. Mm. That's just the normal. It ain't nothing scary. It ain't nothing spooky about it. When you wake up in the morning and you spend time with the Lord, don't you expect him to speak to you? That's right. It's, that, that is the supernatural life of the believer. That's right. That we expect the Lord to, to fellowship with us, to commune with us. Otherwise, I mean, our, our, what we're doing is just like everybody else. Exactly. It ain't. It don't have no difference. It then it just becomes a a a a, a, a philosophical uh, a religion. That's exactly. all it. That's all it becomes. But because he's alive, because he lives, because he's seated on the right hand of the Father, making intercession for us, and because he gave us his Spirit here in the earth, we now we're led of him. That's and right. he said that my sheep know my voice so this here is how we get there is because we're led supernaturally by his voice Mm. and because he's the door we're always listening looking for him so we can find what pastures now but the but the enemy this that does this thief that he's talking about now denote you're gonna have to go back and listen to the other podcast for the sake of time but i talked about the difference between he said nothing he said it's the same as a thief Mm. and a robber okay so well a robber and a thief actually in that in that order because those are two different things now he's using them in conjunction but they do things in different ways and different methods Mm -hmm. you have to go back and listen to that but he said here now but he said the thief Mm -hmm. the thief comes nothing but to steal Mm -hmm. to kill and ultimately destroy. Why? Because he does not want us arriving in the things that God has for That's us, good. which is the which is the green pastures, which Hallelujah. is the, the the places of of abundance That's that right. he that he states there before in the previous scripture. He said, "But I've come that you may have life and have it more abundantly." Yeah. Now that is a now. now we we on try we'll try to move on, but the crux of it got to be spent there. Okay, so we're led by his by his voice. We're led now of his spirit in our inner man. Why are we led? We're led that we may have an abundant life, y'all. Yes. Okay, that we so we don't uh, we don't take down. We're not living below privileges. We're not living before be, below these things. Uh, go find anybody's child <laughs> who is any type of heiress whose parent has any type of substantial money or or I like to say old money, you go find them and see if they live in below their privileges. Right. Go see if they drive in a Volvo, a Volvo or uh, a Honda Accord or something. They not driving that right. because they know that they have certain privileges that they uh, that they have access to. When we sitting up here looking at all these pictures on Pinterest and Facebook and all of this of all these remote islands and the beautiful waters and stuff, that is to cater to people who have a certain type of access. Now, some of us, now we break our necks to try to get that access. <laughs> uh, we start trying to plot, scheme. And all this stuff because we're trying to get to that access. But listen, if we in him, we have access. And But he's saying the access comes through the leading of my voice. Now, he said, and if you do, that word there, abundant, is a very powerful word in the Greek. It's the word parasol. Mm. Parasol means super abundant, beyond in quality and in measure. Wow. wow. Glory so, to God. Amen. So God has provided Mona that type of life for us, but it comes through us 
following his voice. That's right. And man, we have to be led. That's good. I like what you said, backtracking a little bit, because you said exactly what was in my spirit. And I was just thinking the difference between a thief and a robber. And, you know, a thief, he's a lot of times when a thief come, he's just coming to steal because he has a need or, you know, he's just coming to take out of your house. There's no plan. He just breaking in, just stealing stuff. He's not really, you know, methodical. Like he's, he's just doing something, you know, just trying to break. He just want to take something. But a robber is more methodical. A robber could be somebody, you know, that has known you for years and they're slowly stealing from you. Wow. They're st- slowly, they'll, they'll, they're pilfering you. Yeah. You know, um, over a course of time, you turn around, you look and you're like, oh my God, you know, all my stuff is gone. Who could have taken that? And you don't even realize it was somebody in your house wow. that you knew the whole time mm, mm, mm. and it was taken from you. And you know, that's the difference uh, between a thief and a robber. And um, I looked that up in the Strong's about the thief. And it said that it means false teachers. And, you know, I thought that was really good because, mm. you know, I, don't I talk about. Don't open up a can of worms. Don't, <laughs> we don't, about, hey, we don't have that long to, to get about, into that, okay? I talk about quickly. I talk I about. I know, I'm messing with you. Go ahead. This is what <laughs> we hear. In my Facebook Live, I talked about how God, judgment is starting in the house of God. And, you know, the church has been in a season of judgment for a while now. You know, we mm-hmm. it's been years probably. We've seen a lot of pastors fall and you know god just removed them out of their place and you know we've just seen a lot of changes and we've seen the enemy come into the church yeah we have and we've seen him pilfer off the saints you know coming appearing to be one thing but you know is uh taking and pilfering from god's people and so jesus is specific about that he says let me tell you something okay you will know the thief that's right. Because he's coming to steal. What do you have missing in your life? What has gone missing? Wow. He comes wow. to kill. That's okay? good. He comes to kill. Have you lost your passion? Have you lost your drive? Check and see if you got a thief in your midst. That's right. And then he comes to destroy. Ultimately, he wants to destroy your faith and your confidence in who? In Jesus. Jesus. And so that's why Jesus is saying here demonstratively, I am. Okay. That's right. I want you to trust me. This is what he's saying because there's a lot of people out here that's saying a lot of stuff. They're doing a lot of stuff and it sounds good and it looks good, especially during times of crises. We want to hear something positive and we hear <laughs> a lot of people out here saying things, but it's not the word of God. That's right. It's not what God is doing or saying. You got men and women of God out here preaching stuff that don't line up with the spirit of God. And so he's saying, listen, if they come in and they're preaching to you about something other than me, they're a thief. That's right. They they are pilt they're there and a robber. They're there to steal, to kill, and to destroy. Now this scripture didn't say that the de- this is the devil. He said these are false teachers, okay? So we have to really be careful. And I love what my husband said. Quickly, I'm going to say this. When he was talking about pastor, that's so good. I looked that up in the Strong's, and it means what just what he said, growth, increase, and expansion. Listen, 
people want to keep you from expanding in God. They want to keep you from growing because when you start finding access for yourself, see, the thing is here is that, you know, I remember when I was in school, in high school, and they they told us that into the year 2000 that the information highway system would be released. Yep. Information would become open source. Yep. Okay. And it is open source, but That's that has exactly been a happened. problem. Yep. That has been a problem for people who who quote unquote are on the upper echelons because we live in a capitalistic society. There has to be disparities. Exactly. There has to be low and high tiers. Okay. I'm going somewhere. There has to be low and high tiers. Okay. And so when you open up information to everyone, mm-hmm. then you can't have those disparities because now everybody has an opportunity to advance or oh, to increase. Wow. Come okay? on. Come on. And so what Jesus is saying, he's saying, listen, y'all, I'm here because I want you to expand and I want you to increase in me. That's right. It's no longer just privy to the children of Israel. That's right. It's no longer just privy to certain people, to, to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, but God is making this open source to you. He's making his kingdom open so that you can come in and what have abundant life so that you can come in and have life open source to you. That's right. So that God, you can have complete access to God. Thank you. It's no longer priests coming in on your behalf. And you know, it's not all of these partitions and all of these, this stuff. Now, if you come through Jesus, okay, who is the door, guess what? You're open source. You have access to me 24 yes, 7 i'm you, open Jesus. source and not only do you have access to me but you have access to the kingdom yes. to blessing to growth nobody can control your growth nope we live in a society where they want to control how much you make they want to cap off if you make so much then the government takes so much they want to <laughs> cap off your success but god is saying listen if you abide in me and you come through me jesus is saying if you come through me Guess what? You can come in and out and find as much pasture and increase and growth That's right. as you want. That's right. Hallelujah. Hallelujah to God. And Jesus is Jesus has given us. He's given us. He's he's talking to us about new creation life. He's talking about us uh, to about supernatural life that only can be found in him. Nowhere, nowhere else. You don't you don't hear a Muslim. You don't hear a, a Krishna. You don't hear people doing yoga, all of this other stuff. Everything is always predicated about what's in them and about them. But Jesus here is talking about being supernaturally led right. by faith. Hallelujah. And but, ex- but at the end of it, experiencing abundant, experiencing the result of us acquiescing to his voice. Yes of us submitting ourselves to the Holy Spirit and to his supernatural leading and how he will allow us, you know, to find uh, uh, areas in our lives when, uh, of of abundance, of uh, prosperity and, right. and blessing, because that's what happens when we're part of the family of God. Amen. Now, we're not here. We're not here trying to just, you know, preach about or prosperity to get an offering. We're not that ain't we're not even on that. We're listening into what the scripture is having to say. And Jesus is making it very clear. But there are those who are greedy. You know, while uh, Mona was talking, I had, you know, just quickly, I just Googled again just for everybody's listening. Just what a thief is. It says here, a person who steals another person's property, especially by stealth, 
without using force or violence. Now, let's backtrack here a little bit, Mo. So if, if you remember correctly, so you remember um, in Deuteronomy, right? Mm -hmm. You remember um, uh, the, the mercenary prophet uh, Balaam. When Balaam came and Baal uh, hired him to curse the children of Israel because that was what he was known for. Mm -hmm. Well, when he got to the children of Israel, he was like, mm, <laughs> yeah, bro, I kind of can't do it. You know, there's laws spiritually, and this is one I can't even begin to tamper with. This will cost me my life. He said that they're blessed. God has spoken it. Nothing I can do about it. But as he went back again and he, then he said, look, he's the, he, God is the son of man that, you know, he, he's not like man. He should not lie. He neither the son of man. He should repent. He went on and on to testify about God. And when God speaks something, how it's true, but he came back and said now, but there is a loophole to this. Mm -hmm. He said, the loophole is, is that maybe we could seduce them and get them out of their own blessing. So I'm saying that to say this is that it is a comic tactic of the enemy of mm. the thief to manipulate you right. to manipulate us into getting out of our own blessing is to get us out of the pasture. Hallelujah. Because look at what Jesus said in the in the beginning part, Mona. He said that I'm at the door. Mm -hmm. He said so. The thief and robber can't come in can't because come I'm in. there, because I'm watching. But what he's trying to wait for is for us to come out or to lure us out on our own. Mm, because it says good. here that the thief, he's not using no violence. That's right. He ain't coming accustoming you. He ain't twisting your arm. He's trying to work through your emotions, mm. through your flesh, through people around you to draw you out, to get you on your own, to make a conscious decision mm -hmm. to walk away. And then once he does, now he has, now he feels like he's got full right and access to That's get right. a hold of your stuff mm -hmm. through, you know, the, uh, you know, especially when you're talking about false prophets and false teachers and these things that they're coming. And a lot of it is being motivated by greed. That's right. You know, Paul, he addressed these things and Paul said, uh, you know, in, in various epistles that he he talks about them and he says that you know some preach christ for all of these different reasons mm. they got a whole bunch of a lot of them are after filthy luger they're after money they're That's after right. status they're after all of these things but paul saw opportunity in it because paul was like but i can use this and god can too because it don't matter long as you talking long about them yeah you long as you preaching them you're gonna give me access because yes. i'm gonna have Hallelujah. a chance to come in and know and, and tell you about who jesus really is god. since you know these false prophets are trying to come and mess up my validation as an apostle anyway i talked about this too in the other series so you have to go back and listen to it but jesus want us to know y'all if we will allow his voice and we will allow his voice to lead and guide us. There's a lot of things in our lives, Mona, that we can avoid. Now, me and her, we ain't beginning to got time to tell you about all the things that the Holy Spirit has helped us avoid oh in goodness. our lives as we're led by him. And it's a, it's a leading. You know, uh, my pastor, he always says this. He says that people oftentimes miss the supernatural because they're looking for the spectacular. <laughs> That's good. You know, that they're, that they're, often, they're, they're mm. often missing it, you know, and his spiritual father has said that to him That's as good. well. 
And it's and it, but if you think about it, if you really just sit and pause and think, it is so true. You know, speaking of the voice of God and speaking what you just said is wonderful because you know, the children of Israel were constantly looking for God to be spectacular. Yep. And you know, the church wants spectacularism. Okay. Yep. Yeah. We and do. it has returned it has turned into ridiculousness <laughs> because we want flashing <laughs> lights and smoke. And now we got lawn chairs and benches in the lobby and foolery. air conditioning. Now that's just foolery. <laughs> you know, cafes and all of this foolishness, you know, to make us comfortable. And then, you know, you get too comfortable. Then you get in the sanctuary and then you need the lights and you need the smoke because you got to get out of your comfort. It's just, it has just turned into a mess. Yeah. And God is saying, you know, the Bible says that the children of Israel, God came out in the mountain in his regular form, smoking, flashing lights like he always did because he had to do that for them. He had to do that for saved folks. And how long do saved folks have to have flashing lights? And all of this stuff to try to authenticate, for God to authenticate himself to save folks. Yeah. We should already be past the point that God is real. We should already know that God is real. God is saying, I'm trying to get some information to you. I need you to get past the spectacularism and I need you to get in my presence yes. so that I could speak to you. Because I'm trying to get some information to you that's essential, that's vital Amen. To your increase, to your growth, to your expansion, to your life. That's right. And if I have to spend all of my time into blowing up stuff and having earthquakes and trying to prove who I am to you, Jesus said, I am the door. Yep. Okay. Why do I have to keep proving to my people who I am? You all should know who I am. That's right. So I shouldn't have to do the spectacular every time I come out. The Bible says that Moses... You know, God came out with the smoke and lights and all of that. And Moses walked right through the smoke. He walked right through into the presence of God because Moses needed to hear the voice of God to lead those people. He had a lot of people he had to lead. And so he had he needed more than smoke and lights and and trimmings on the tree. He needed the voice of God. He needed to hear God speak to him and give him instructions. Noah could have never built the ark the way he did if he did not listen to the voice of God and listen specifically for specific instructions. You know, that's really good because you, you think about uh, then in succession of leadership, uh, not deviating off of our topic, but you bring up something really good. So you talk about succession of leadership, right? Mm -hmm. Well, who was next in line after Moses? Joshua. It, but why? Because he he could he listened his the generation needed a different sound and he listened to the voice of God exactly because the Bible says that he was there, whew, I get chills. He, he was there listening in to Moses and God mm. talk. He was there, and the Bible says one of my favorite verses in Exodus, and it says, and and Joshua departed not from the from the tabernacle. Good. Because you know why? Because he desired to know God's voice yes. for himself. Hallelujah. 
I don't think that, you know, just with my sanctified imagination, I don't think he was necessarily looking for succession of leadership. He just wanted to know God yes. the way Moses Hallelujah. did. He had a desire to, to know God. Mm. And I'm telling you, you know, that that is what's needed in the midst of all of what we're going through right now, you know, uh, with uh, the upheavals of, 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 of this virus pandemic or whatever, uh, with, with uh, economic recession looming, uh, with uh, 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 a, um, a paradigm shift with, mm. you know, culture and stuff like that. And, and, and all of these things that we going on, the believer has to be able to walk yes. through all of that yes. and be able to find a place of growth. Amen. And the only way that's going to happen is following Jesus' voice and following the things that he's commanded and spoken to that's us to, right. to do. Right. Now, I want want us to talk about just a couple of things here, Mona. So, number one, we got to know what he said, mm. and then we got to know what he's saying. Yes. Okay? Yes. So, he said what you were saying. He said that the sheep know my voice. Mm -hmm. Now, uh, phone is the Greek word there for voice. Mm -hmm. It denotes talking about tone, mm -hmm. about tone or frequency. A voice is made up of just a frequency or a vibration. Okay, so that sheep, now the sheep can't speak English, but he understands the way God made him up. He understands tones. Right. From the time that that sheep was in its mother's womb, it understood the voice of the shepherd. It could hear the voice of the shepherd. So that sheep comes out and he knows it knows the voice of its shepherd. Right. So we ought to, we got to get in a place. And that means, you know, that means you got to break away from everything else. Mm. Now I know, I know it ain't popular. It ain't popular unless we on Twitter, unless we on Facebook and Instagram at all times, we ain't connected, but there is a source mm. that Paul talks about. Paul says, whereby we cry, Abba Father, yes. whereby we cry our source. That's what that word there, Abba, means. It means the source of Father. The Father is the source of the life from which everything else comes from. So unless we're separating ourselves and we get it in the source, we're going to get swept under all the currents. Yeah. And everything that's going on, we're going to get swept. We're going to get swept right up underneath this. Now, you tell me this, Mona. Now, you tell me what sense do this make. You're you're a Hebrew or Jew, okay, and you're you're practicing exile Judaism in your own country. <laughs> you're practicing the Judaism y'all did when y'all was in Babylon, but you're not in Babylon. You in your own house, <laughs> and you can't even practice what it is that you do. And so Jesus was coming to tell them. Jesus was like, "That's why I'm here," mm -hmm. because he was like, "I'm I'm getting ready to open this up to a new and living way, mm -hmm. and it ain't gonna be no free for all or or doing a bunch of wild stuff." He was like, "No, there's gonna still be order because I'm just coming to fulfill yes. things." Okay, so there's a difference. This ain't no greasy grace. This ain't no yeah. slip and slide. <laughs> you you turn on the water sprinkler and you cannonball. We ain't talking about none of that stuff. 
stuff. He's Jesus is talking about I'm coming and I'm presenting a way of which now you can be the, you can be a priest where now you can off come and offer glory to God, where you can come and offer sacrifices and is all under the auspices of being led by me supernaturally. That's that's what makes our life as as a believer. That's what makes me excited as being a child of God. It's the fact that I'm led by God's voice. That is so good. You know, you talk you you taught on um, Jesus being the gene the geno type or the geno mono gene. Yes, God, which is phenomenal. And the reason why is because, you know, and when I look at this, as you were talking, the Holy Spirit was just talking to me about this scripture about Jesus being the door. And, you know, in, in living things, cells, cells are, cells are um, the essential building blocks of living, all living creatures of who we are as people. And, you know, cells have doors. They have doors. And on top of the cell sits a gene. Or DNA. This is why when you have viruses, they have issues with it's a scary thing because a virus changes that cell on top. It kills the cell on top of your cell, whatever cell that is, whether it's a structural cell, whatever cell that is. It kills that gene. Right. It kills that DNA, that gene, and it overtakes it. And then it encases itself in a shell. And the reason why this is bad is because you, your cells get commands from your DNA. Wow. It gets commands from your DNA. You have structural cells that help build up the, the bones and muscles in your body to keep you structured, like my husband was talking about structure. Um, and so it's the same thing that Jesus is saying. Jesus is saying, I am sitting on the door. Okay. Thank you, Jesus. I am sitting, I'm sitting <laughs> on the door of the sale. That's right. Okay. I am the gene. Okay. In order for you to be able to partake. And I talked about this in my Facebook live yesterday. Okay. I am the gene that is going to transform you into the Ooh, nature of God. Come on. Come on. I am that gene. Okay. No other gene is going to do it. That's right. I don't care if you got Einstein's genes, okay? You can't use, you cannot serve God with your carnal mind, period. No, you can't do okay? it. Okay? You cannot enter into the kingdom of God with your carnal mind. There has been people who try to take principles out the word of God, and they try to use, and we hear it all the time, Oprah does it. If you just forgive. See, they want to walk in forgiveness, but they don't want Jesus. Come on. Come on. They want to make money, but they don't want Jesus. They want to take principles out of the word of God and use them for motivational speaking to bring forth increase in their lives. But they're thieves because that belongs to God. And they're not going to be able to be or remain successful without Jesus. That's right. And so what what my husband is saying and what the lord is saying today listen first of all you have to be born again that's that's first because and foremost first and foremost being born again open it it causes <laughs> the genotype or the monogene of god to rest on your nature that's right to rest on on that cell that's connected to god so now once you got god's nature and you got the the dna of god guess what now you can receive reception from God. 
Now you can receive what God wants for you. Your fleshly mind cannot receive the kingdom. And that's why the Bible says, except you come to the kingdom as a child, you got to start all over. That's right. You, you got to yeah, start yeah, all you, over yeah. as a baby. Yep. And my husband said, well, before we cry, what? Abba, Father. Father. That's a baby. A baby says, dad, dad, mama. That's okay? right. And so what God is saying is that, listen, a baby, when it's born, it has new cells. Yes. New DNA. Yes. And he is saying, in order for you to comprehend the kingdom, first of all, you need the monogene. Jesus is the door. He That's is right. the monogene that has to sit on Come your on, cells, that sit new creation. on your Come on. nature so that the That's nature right. of God can be imparted into you and you can begin to receive command that cell or that incorruptible seed up by the word of God, which lives and abides forever, can begin to receive. It already has everything it needs hey, in come it on, to it bring sure forth do. what God wanted to bring <laughs> forth. But it needs the voice of God That's right. to water it, to activate it. Okay, so we need to be led by God. But if you're not saved, if you don't have the monogene, okay, that's right. The door, the monogene sitting on the cell of your nature, you will never begin to even comprehend. That's right. The voice of God. That's right. Now, look, this ain't for the, this isn't for the faint hearted here. The, these conversations, this is for those who want to know who really want to know God who want to go and actually have a, a real relationship with him, not, you know, this sometimes stuff of, well, let me go do my things for a little bit, and then I come back and, you know, Lord, and I, and let me tell you something. Uh, people getting up out of here, mm -hmm. not just because they owe, like uh, Mr. Lewis did, you know, one of the civil rights yes. uh, icons. Uh, ain't talking about because they owe age or because they they lost the battle with cancer. It's kids six, seven years mm. old, five years old, 12. Yes. Death is not having a respective person. Therefore, it is a serious time mm. for us to consider Jesus and his words. Consider yeah. what it is that he has said. You know, Mona, you were saying that. And the scripture says here, uh, when, uh, after he was saying here in verse number uh, 13, uh, 12 and 13 through 14, but really fo focusing on 14, he said, I am the good shepherd. Yes. I know my sheep mm -hmm. and my sheep know me, Mona. He's talking about an intimacy there. Yes. He's talking Ooh, about glory. a relate. He's talking about relationship, just yes. like all of what you were saying. He's talking about relationship. That's right. You know, this, I, I was telling, you know, I called you the other day and I was like, man, I really, you know, we not, I done been saved, you know, a good while. I ain't saying my whole <laughs> life. I, I came to know him when I was an early teenager. And, you know, now I'm older. And, you know, after 20-something years of serving the Lord, I just was like, Jesus, why do people got a problem with you? Mm. Well, who wouldn't want to be healed? Who wouldn't want a great life? Yes. Who wouldn't want eternal life? Mm. I'm not talking about here on this realm because this ain't nothing. <laughs> I mean, but who wouldn't want to live in him? That's right. Who wouldn't want the good part of life, the best part of life, understanding all that there is about the father and, and then then some for all of eternity. Jesus said that there is an intimacy here. Now, look, you've got to understand Jesus was preaching new creation reality even here, mm -hmm. because look what he said. Just as the father knows me. Mm. And I know the father and I lay down my life for the sheep. I had, oh, well, Jesus, don't do this. He said, now nah, I got other sheep of another fold. Ooh. 
that's not of this of this pen of this foe so jesus was talking already about about engrafting in the gentiles okay he was already talking about those who did not have wasn't talking about a covenant but he was talking about now making family because now he switched his tone and he's talking about an intimacy and what i want you to know today is jesus is desiring an intimacy with you and i he's desiring that but he's saying that you know what you're gonna have to separate and get some and get to a place where you got time where you can begin to understand me and how i speak where you can begin to understand my voice where you can begin to understand when i'm speaking to you when i'm trying to call out to you when i'm trying to minister to Mm -hmm. you when i'm trying to tell you you know mona don't go that way today Mona, don't don't do that. You know, Mona, yeah, you're getting ready to post that. But wait a minute. Just Mm. sit and think about what it is that you're getting ready to say, because I want because I want I want to bring I want to bring some clarity, you know, to uh, to what it is that 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 you're getting ready to say. Mm. I want you to really fully understand that it may have a negative impact, Steve, on how you respond. That this may that this may upset this person today because they're going through something. That's right. He will lead us like that. Yes. But if we don't spend time mm. getting to know the inner witness when he's trying to tell us that, then and we override him, it could be it, it is bad, y'all. And with that, there are seeds that we drop. Mm. And that we begin to fertilize and that we begin to nurture and not yes. even knowing uh-huh. all because we didn't, we wasn't led of mm-hmm. him. That's right. You know, so this leading thing is so very important and it's going to become even more and more important and apparent of who's Jesus. Now, I'm not one. I ain't, I don't believe in trying to scare people. I just say what the Bible said. You know, if you want to get scared over the Bible said, then you need to spend more time with the Lord. <laughs> but it's going to become more and more apparent, Mona, as the days go by, as the weeks go by, as the month go by. As this year goes out of who is being led of the Lord, mm-hmm. it's going to be so much more apparent because like you've been seeing, uh, you know, people, they post stuff, they get easily frayed by what the media keep portraying. Mm. But we, you know, every now and then it's okay to put up a meme on something churchy, but what did Jesus say? <laughs> you know, Abraham, Abraham went first off of what God said, but then he was led off of what God was saying to him. Paul, the apostle Paul, he went off of what God said, and then he was led by what the spirit was saying to him. You know, we look at what was it, what was it when he saw that when he, you know, the spirit forbade him to go many places. And then he said, okay, I'm just going to stop. You know, I was going off of what Jesus had said for me to go into all the world and preach the gospel. But now I'm being forbade. So now I'm a wait. And he was wait for what the Holy Spirit would say to him presently. And he had a vision about where he was to go next. And so and then he moved. He followed. He followed through on what it was. God has said, you know, many things I have. We've had to do the same thing, you know, in our lives. I remember, um, you was wanting to move to Atlanta when we was in Tulsa. <laughs> and I told you, I said, honey, I said, just wait. 
I said, give me, I said, uh, I think I told you, give me two years. Mm -hmm. I said, and two years to the date, we moved to Houston. I got a job, a job um, uh, 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 relocation, you know, out, out of Tulsa because we knew we, we was, we, that God had said to us that we was, you know, was going to be leaving Tulsa. And then we had that happen and we knew that that was what the Lord was saying yes. to us. And so we moved in that vein. So what I'm saying is today, you gotta, you gotta wait. It's a, it's a, it's a waiting. Them sheep. Let me tell you something. When sheep find a good pasture, they're not wondering That's why right. would you? Right. You eating good. That's good. Yeah, you're eating good. good. So why are you wandering about? Why, what is it that you're trying to find? What is it that you're restless about? It's because you don't know His voice. Mm. You don't understand the frequency of the shepherd's voice when he's speaking and he's saying, guess what? Okay, this pasture is dried up now. It's time for us to go. Mm -hmm. We got to move to another area because this now is no longer safe. This isn't good. This is barren now That's for right. us. That's right. You know, that was why even with Elijah, he had to move Elijah. He had to move him because it was no longer a good place now for Elijah. And so he said, Elijah, it's time to go. We got to get up from this brook. It's dried up. It's, it ain't, it isn't favorable, you know, for you anymore. You know, that's good because if we, you know, sometimes we can limit God's voice by scripture and God speaks beyond scripture. Yep. You know, um, every scenario you go through in life is not in the scripture. Some things we have to go in the presence of God to receive. And I love my husband saying, because if, you know, if God is not speaking anymore, if he gave us a word and then he's not speaking, it's either because we've limited him by the word he's spoken or we have been walking in disobedience. That's right. Uh, once we fulfill what God has spoken to us, then God will command us to go to the next place. And it's the same thing with, you know, Elijah, like you were saying, you know, Elijah stayed at the brook until God told him to get up. Okay. Yes. And he didn't move out of that provision. He stayed there. And once God said it's done, and see, we got to learn to be obedient. When God says something is done, it's done. Yes. It doesn't matter what you want it to be or what you didn't do or how it didn't work <laughs> out or, well, I mean, I can't believe it's over. Listen, that dispensation from 1990s, 80s, and all of that. That's over. God is doing something new. And God is saying, I can't continue to speak to you if you don't let go of what was. That's right. If, if you want something more, if you want to follow me, following denotes a constant movement, a constant walking, yeah, yes, a constant yes, yes. following, you, listening to God's voice. God you, is Jesus. speaking. So if God is speaking, I-N-G, that means we need to be what? Listening. Mm, that's right. Not we listened or we heard or he said. No, we need to be listening. And in order for us to listen, we have to position ourselves to hear. Like my husband said, you know, you got to sometimes shut down Facebook. You got to shut down the news. You might have to delete some apps. If it's getting to the point where it's starting to sit on the cell in your mind and control what you're yeah, thinking and right. doing and, and believing and jesus is no longer sitting at the center of your cell okay then you need to, it's time to start shutting some stuff down amen so that we can hear what god is saying that's right and you know i i, I just 
want you to know today that you know as we get ready to close here and and um and bring this pod this this particular podcast this live podcast to an end make it your business to spend time with the lord in his presence Mm -hmm. just sit and sit and wait on him wait for him to speak to you sometimes we just we get in too much of a rush we get caught up in the humdrums of of life and i gotta be over to the next thing and you know that's probably why leroy might be beating the brakes off of you (laughs) that might be why sarah just got your mind going and all of these other things that what happens that's probably why we missed that business deal or that Mm -hmm. business opportunity it's because we didn't wait long enough in his presence to hear his voice yes lord to understand that the shepherd is leading me into pastures into Mm -hmm. parasol into an abundant area of our life if you are saved and born again today this is your life okay uh today you got to understand that if maybe nobody has presented it to you like that but this is your life yes. okay this is your life now as as a child of god you are a supernatural creature Hallelujah. that's what it says in first and second corinthians 5 17 you are a new creation a new creature in this world that's never been seen before because of the monogene that has now come and attached itself and re-encoded your DNA after that of Jesus. How was Jesus led? Jesus was supernaturally led. The Bible says that when he got up, hallelujah, after John the Baptist baptized him, it says, and the spirit drove him into the wilderness. Amen. That denotes a strong leading that he was strongly led into the by the holy ghost so if jesus was led what makes you think you won't be led mm, or that you shouldn't be led that he just said oh now i just turned you over to your natural instincts and all this other stuff you know it ain't we quit saying if you're a believer and you feel with the holy ghost quit saying something something to it was him yeah acknowledge him acknowledge that was the holy ghost because it sure wasn't the devil that helped you avoid that <laughs> that plane wreck or train train wreck you was about to get yourself into it in whatever way a uh, shape form or fashion it may have presented itself acknowledge him in your ways Hallelujah. and he will direct your path glory he will god. do it glory to god glory to god and we need him more than ever y'all we're going to need him to help us to make mm. decisions and navigate these waters and and things that we are in now we haven't seen them before but he have he know all about it and the bible says that we have been given an unction in first john and he and we know all things we know all things that pertain to our life yes now what prophet was saying was is this this contains the word of god but it's not the word of god which is a big difference the word of god is what he speaks to you in that moment in that time amen that he need and and now we may be able to reference it in scripture but we may not be able to go and actually pinpoint it here but the holy spirit has something to work off of when we study this when we study it when we eat it when we make it our business to apply it in our life now we're giving him larger access that's right the bible says that the letter kill it but the spirit, spirit gives give life. life that's right and jesus said that the words that i speak to you they are They're, spirit yes. and they are life so he said except you eat it 
I can't do anything glory, for you. Glory, glory. I can't I can't even begin to help you out in life and navigate your life. I can't even begin to do that because you haven't given me an access thank to be able you, to do thank that. You, thank you, thank you, Lord. So we glorify and we thank God today. I know I had to I had to kinda I didn't mean to jab you with that a little <laughs> bit, but I had to I had to straighten you up for that one because mm -hmm. we gotta understand, you know. This business that we in now, and you know, you know, I don't know. Some of us may have been able to get into the house of God. Some of us not. We, you know, we haven't been able to fellowship because of, of things that this stuff that's going on and being limited capacity. Well, the only other, I mean, we were it's good that we can get in the word, but it's His presence that's going to sustain Hallelujah. us. Hallelujah! It's His presence because the Bible speaks that there's an evil day that is approaching. Now we, it ain't bad yet. But there's an evil day that's approaching. And, you know, I pray we're not here to see it. I pray we're caught up with him. Hey, man, glory to God. But should we have to experience things? He can guide us. Yes. Just as he did the saints of old. God will guide us. But we got to believe that he is and that he will do that for yes. us. Glory, hey, man. Glory, glory to God. Hallelujah. So let me pray for you. Uh, that, that are listening in, that's watching. Father, we pray today in the name of Jesus that, Lord, that, that if somebody don't know you today, Lord, that Thank they first, Lord. that they throw their hands up and say that, Lord, I want to be born again. I want to be born Lord, from Jesus. above about what these two uh, men, this man and woman and God is talking about today. Jesus said all you got to do is just ask him in your heart and he'll come. Hallelujah. Just receive him. Just receive him. And he said that he said for as many of them that believed on him, he gave them power to become a son. Yeah. Amen. As Minister Mona was saying that he'll just come and sit on that sail and begin to transform your life. And Father, I pray today that the words that we have spoken, that they have been spirit in life, God, you, that they've been guided by your Holy Spirit, oh God, that Thank we you, wasn't Jesus. trying to come talking and using lofty words, oh God, or trying to be cunning to people, oh God, but Lord, but to deliver your word with power and demonstration, oh Thank God, you, that Lord, that you would lead them in the same way that you have led us over our lives, Thank over the course you, of our marriage, and that you're continuing to lead us lead your people oh god because there's things that's on the horizon the devil is, is coming he's he's the thief that comes to steal kill and destroy he's the robber that's looking to accust us and and to try to physically harm us and for us to backtrack in you but god we are not those of a drawback spirit yes, oh god but lord, lord we won't cast away our confidence because it holds a great reward Thank in you, you today now father bless those that are listening uh today on this podcast oh god and that will listen and download loaded oh god bless them oh god let their inner ear be open oh god that they may hear what it is that the spirit has to say to the church thank today you, father we thank you today we thank you for this medium and uh, uh and this broadcast oh god of uh the the sought out ministries oh god and re-image today lord you, lord bless your people today god encourage them on this week oh god father let them go in and out in you and find green pastures thank prosperity you, help them with that business deal help them with that degree Hallelujah. that they're trying to get after lord that financing that they much need oh god that refinancing that they may need oh god just a touch today in a body Thank where you, there's Jesus. ailment god we still believe you are the bomb in gilead yes, that hallelujah. you can touch and heal how god anointed jesus of nazareth yes. going about doing good and healing all those yes. that were oppressed of the devil Glory we still believe you are a healer are. today lord so god we thank you and we praise you today god have your way, Father, we pray in the matchless name of Jesus. Now, look, if you've been blessed, follow us. Uh, we're on Twitter. We're on Facebook here. 
Uh, we're on, uh, like I said, all the major podcasts. Uh, pick us up, follow us, so when you when the new episodes are uploaded, uh, that you're able to get them and be a blessing. Uh, me and my wife, we don't ever ask for offerings. Some people think we're crazy. Look, we ain't crooks. We ain't in this for money. We are here because of the things God has deposited in yes, us. Yes, we have a passion for God. Yes, right, and for his people. Love we him. always have since we've known each other since yes. we were 13. We just love sharing God's word. We've been anointed. We've been called of God, and we've been commissioned by God. It is so important that you get into a place of worship, a place to a, a local body assembly where somebody is anointed, where they've been called and they've been commissioned by God to teach his word. Otherwise, I'm sorry, you spinning your wheels. That's right. You can share that, like it, delete it. I don't care. It is what the word says. That's right. Unless somebody is anointed to teach you the word, I'm telling you, it, things will not occur in your life as they ought to. The Bible says about Philip, the Bible says that Philip, the evangelist, it says that the man who had money, that eunuch, mm. he said, I was reading the Bible. I was reading Isaiah, but he said, I don't know who he, this man he's talking about, mm. who it is. He had somewhat of an understanding, but he needed the evangelist, the mighty evangelist to come and bring demonstration yes, and understanding to, to what it was he was reading. So you and Philip was called and sent by God yes. for that eunuch. So you need somebody anointed to teach you the word of God. That's so right. get somewhere, get planted where you can get taught, where you can grow in God and you can experience the supernatural life that God actually has for Amen. you. So we want you to, to pick up the podcast, like us, follow us, follow my wife, Monisha, when she goes live so you can be blessed. We love you all so much. Yes. We love you all with the love of the Lord. We love God tremendously. Amen. And we we are going to come out of this, uh, out of this, whatever this season is, we're going to come out of it stronger, better, and yes. we're going to be strengthened and we're going to be able to strengthen somebody else. So we love you all. God bless you. We hope that you enjoy the rest Amen. of your weekend and be you. blessed. Amen. God bless Bye -bye. you all. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Sought Out Ministries Reimaged Podcast. This podcast discusses new creation reality teachings based off of the Word of God. New episodes are uploaded every Thursday on every major podcast platform Apple, iTunes, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. If you are listening via PC only, you can find us on Anchor FM. We also do a live recording on our Facebook page, Sought Out Ministries, every third Saturday. If you are looking for additional content, please find us on YouTube under Sought Out Ministries for your viewing pleasure. Share us, like us, follow us. Leave us feedback. Let us know how this podcast is blessing and impacting your life. It is our sincere desire that you are blessed by the word.